Advertising your business with GCN is simple, effective, and more affordable than you might think. Visit advertise.gcnlive.com for more info. Take your business to the next level. You can stick it to the man and big tech. Join our FTL social mastodon at social.freetalklive.com. Yes, welcome. It is Free Talk Live, the live radio call-in program where you can call in and talk about whatever is on your minds. The telephone number in the studio, if you would like to join us in the conversation tonight, is 603 283 6160. Again, 603-283-6160. In the studio tonight, it's Mark Edge. And I am your host, the Reverend Captain Kickass. We are expecting Peakless Mountaineer shortly. I assume, you know, he's hit some sort of traffic or whatever. But we shall go on. Uh, Mark, uh, folks can't see you tonight because we're doing some things behind the scene, but you're wearing a, I don't know, is that a Hawaiian shirt? What is that? It's like, yeah, yeah, I like the Hawaiian shirts. You know, I like the, I like the button up thing and I'm in Florida right now. So slurch, slurch, excuse me, short sleeves are appropriate. (laughs) So it's nothing to do with the boogaloo. (laughs) I don't know anything about the boogaloo. (laughs) Okay. All right. I always wondered, like, are people in Florida just all part of the boogaloo because they are always wearing you know hawaiian shirts or you know hawaii for that matter uh anywhere tropical really where they're wearing the it was the same way in saipan when i lived there too and it's just a nice way to dress uh, it doesn't matter to me whether i'm wearing khakis or um you know short pants but these hawaiian shirts are nice indeed uh Tonight, I, I have a thing, uh, and Mark, you and I, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll call it OG COVID, uh, COVID-1, yeah, for- right? We, bef- like, when it came out, uh, you and I got to experience it nearly simultaneously. I think you had yours, I don't know, three or four days before. Like, I was like, yeah, dude, I'm sick, too, uh, or something like that. But, like, nearly simultaneously, I understand that uh, you're under the belief that you had the lung COVID. I, I did not... Uh, near as I could tell, suffer from the long COVID, but I had it again, just like uh, yeah, I got COVID again a, a couple of weeks ago. And the only like I didn't go to a doctor, I didn't take a test, right? The only reason that I know that I had it was because I lost my sense of taste for like three freaking days. Yeah, and I was like, oh man, I made like what looked like an awesome like bratwurst omelet. Like instead of mm-hmm. using like sausage or bacon or something or ham to make your omelet, I I just busted open a, a bratwurst and fried it in a pan with some onions and put Sounds some good. put some uh, avocados on top of it. Had it all seasoned up nice, mm-hmm. some onion, you know, garlic, all that kind of stuff. And then like I ate it, and my my stomach was happy. It was like, oh, thank you for the food. But like my taste buds were like, dude, what is this? It's it's what nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's when I noticed. I was like, oh, oh this sucks. So, uh, for show prep tonight, I have something called 15 COVID, quote, conspiracy theories, unquote. 
that turned out to be true. This is a post from uh, the Twit, the Twitter, the the X Twit, whatever you're calling that thing these days. Musk's yeah. platform, the platform of much Musk. 15. And I have some. I have some COVID stuff, related stuff too, about uh, Anthony Fauci, and I'm. Oh, nice. I guess I have a question that I have for you, okay. uh, the audience, uh, Peakless. I I have this question, and that question is: Should I be calling for the head of Anthony Fauci? Will it yes. will it solve a problem? Yes. If we go after him and say, "Hey, the crap you did." The crap you advocated for, the crap that you were in while you were in charge, the stuff that happened while you were in charge, um, it well, was bad. Given and the it was possibility wrong. that he is an an actual comic book super villain that <laughs> released a a an old person killing virus on the planet, like that's not unreasonable as a possibility. Knowing what we know now, it could be the case. It um, could but be. I'm not saying I, it is. I'm saying I, that there is a reasonable suspicion that that is the case. And since there is a reasonable suspicion, well, number one, we need to know whether that's actually true. Are we in a comic book? Is really important information. So the question I have <laughs> in response to your question, Mark, is what does Going after Anthony Fauci mean, right? Like, like, are we going to sick the state on him? Because that's what yeah. he is. He's a statist, right? Is it, you know, uh, from a libertarian perspective, is it morally, is it, uh, you know, non-aggression principle, uh, you know, uh, advocated, you know, to quote, go? what does that mean to go at? Like, I believe this man is a criminal, and I believe that he lied to everybody. Right, as can be proven by these fifteen conspiracy theories that we have here tonight, that turned out to be true, by the way, and all of which I think I've read through this. I don't want to say all, but most of which we talked about here on Free Talk Live at the time COVID was happening, and we said, sure. "Hey, there are certain uh, we'll call them experts, doctors, right, scientists, whatever that say these Priests. things, uh, and 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 you know the evidence supports their theory. It's contrary to the mainstream media. It's contrary." to whatever Anthony Falsi is is preaching, right? And, and we talked about all these things, like, while it was happening, and yet everybody just seemed to believe uh, Mr. Well, Mr. Fashi. And let's not forget, he it was wasn't just science. believe him, because what's really important is, is we got banned over and over from all kinds of different <laughs> platforms. <laughs> yes, we did. Like, we got hit hard. Yep. Yeah. We and lost no apology, radio yeah. stations. No we apology got for any of it. And I think that's a really big part of this is that, yeah, they did all of these terrible, terrible things, but there was a no, never a moment where they like, you know what? We really went overboard on this and we need to make sure that we never become so authoritarian that we do this again. That moment right, and, hasn't happened. But that's that's not Fauci's fault. Like he Fauci- is, so he is the uh, he's the figurehead of it. So well, I don't actually on, wait, believe wait, that. Wait Biden for me. Wait, country, wait a second. But Wait, this is the question that I actually have. The question that I actually have is, is how responsible is Anthony Fauci versus how responsible are 300 million a-holes who let him get away with this crap? Right. Okay, so your question is, how responsible was Hitler for the Holocaust? I, I guess that is my question. Um, it is ultimately well, it's not zero. How about that? <laughs> 
And, and so <laughs> Hitler's responsibility is not zero. Agreed. Right. Okay. So, <laughs> and, and and this is basically the the question that we've been arguing in the studio, where I am very firmly of the opinion that if you hire someone to kill someone else, you are a murderer. Period. I agree. Now they uh, okay. also are a murderer. Yeah, they, it, yes, it they are. It doesn't dilute the murder. Now, if I hire someone to hire someone to kill someone, that doesn't dilute the murder. It, no matter how many times I put layers on top of this, no matter how what a big group it is that hires a group that hires a group to hire a murderer. Wait, wait. I just want to expand on this a little bit. So, if you hire somebody to kill somebody, and then you're like, "Oh crap, I shouldn't have done that." And the only way for you to get out of it is to hire yet another person to kill the person you just hired to kill the first person. <laughs> Are you then good? No, that's two wrongs don't make a right. Okay. Right. <laughs> that's I'm just checking. Yeah. That's checkin'. exactly how that principle works is two wrongs don't make a right. Also, there are other ways to try and atone. Because, yeah, there there is the question of like, okay, well, you screwed up. You realize you screwed up. Now what? And, yeah, if you actually try to fix your mistake then that should count for something. And yeah, we get into really, really squishy territory for how much fixing of a mistake you did. Right. But that's completely different from you didn't try to stop it. So, yeah, yeah, Fauci did not do the entire thing. But so, he a well, I mean, is the symbol of the entire thing because he, he was is. he was the guy hiding he was the guy hiding all of the Wuhan stuff mm-hmm. right where where we said repeatedly here on this particular radio show that like hey everybody it looks like this thing like came out of Wuhan you know the the evidence shows that there was some you know some tomfoolery going on etc and so and strange on strange thing there's a lab in Wuhan that deals with exactly this mm-hmm. right and that lab was funded by well US military and US uh, uh pharma uh you know for this exact type of research yeah and that and that spending was signed off by Fauci himself right so like well and in <laughs> a big part of this too like okay Presidents aren't the best human beings. Oh, really? Yeah. So when they manage to do something that is not pure evil, like say, hey, guys, we're not allowed to make biological warfare, you know, for now, for now, for like this, you know, two to four years, let's just not make, you know, potentially human species ending diseases. Could we not do that for just a little while? Yeah. um Which Obama did. And then Fauci went around that and said, well, I'm not making bio-warfare. I'm just doing the exact same actions that you would do if you were making bio-warfare. Well, and, and let's not forget, too, that uh, Fauci was, I don't want to say endorsed, but endorsed by, by Trump. He was like, Trump oh, yeah. was like, listen to this guy. Oh, right? yeah. Like, he's the guy, right? Yeah, and, that, and that's a big part of, of what Fauci symbolizes, is he is proof that this isn't a left or right thing. Yeah. He was he was equally uh, responsible under Democrats and under Republicans, and he was equally endorsed by Republicans and Democrats. So it's going to be real easy for the three of us to sit here and, uh, and sort of rip on Fauci. Uh, but I don't want to lose Mark's larger point that I think he's trying to make, which is the you know I don't know three hundred or so million people in the United States. That let this happen. Now, I I frequently will turn to this particular argument when it comes to things like mm, electing a president, right? Like, y- you get what you ask for, right? Uh, if you participate in this farce 
uh, farcical thing called an election, and you're like, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna vote for this guy because he's the lesser of two or three or ten evils. Mm. Right? You're still voting for evil, right? No matter how much less it is. And so I turn uh, the tables, if you will. I turn the perspective, if you will, on people to look. Uh, if you didn't participate in this frickin' charade, then we, you know, like, sure, somebody would get elected, but you wouldn't have the authority that you have because you're only going to have, you know, 100 people participating in the vote instead of 300 million or whatever it is, right? And I disagree on that. I think that, I think that number one, there's no evidence that, like, a reduction in voters has led to a reduction in people's faith in yeah, government. But, but again, back to, to Mark's point, with regards to COVID, mm. how culpable, how, how do you hold the 300 million people that, you know, are called American citizens or whatever, uh, how much responsibility do they hold? For allowing this to happen. Well, I think and, part of this is that they never imagined that this was what could have happened. They never imagined. Well, I think that that's, that's true. Um, I think that also another thing that's worth pointing out is is that if the United States government goes after Fauci and attempts to hold him responsible for his actions in this, that it will to some extent mitigate or uh you know make good on all the crap that happened right like it tells future generations look we did this and we're sorry we did it and here's what we're going to do to show you that we know that you know that the end of this that we were wrong i agree completely I think that's exactly what it does. It's like, uh, I think it was the Milgram experiments where they uh, had, you know, an actor, but they had all of these uh, unknowing uh, uh, experimental students shocking this person. It wasn't actually shocking them. but uh, The experiment requires that the experiment continues. Right. The experiment requires that you continue, and they uh, would, you know, crank it up to dangerous levels and even to where they thought they'd killed the person and were still shocking a corpse. However, in a a version of the experiment where they had a group where someone said no and refused to do that, then other people, like, it just takes one person being seen refusing to do that, and then the entire group says, no, we're not going to do this either. And I think this is the effect of going after Fauci, is to say, and yeah, I know, our 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 courts are corrupt, so I don't think they'll do a good job. But they're supposed to at least pretend to be just. So if they have to do this in order to even pretend to be just, then it at least lets everyone know this wasn't okay. Don't go further than this next time. All right, then I'll redirect to Mark then. How does one or some or a large group or all, quote, go after, unquote, Anthony Fauci? Well, I think you first have to, and I've got some stories here. I mean, I can read the headlines real quick to just give you a taste of what I'm talking about. But um, the the headline on one of them is, Lab Leak is not a conspiracy theory. Anthony Fauci concedes. So you can, two years ago, you can be sure that Anthony Fauci would not have conceded that the lab leak theory was not a conspiracy theory, right? Right, right? That it is that it was possible. Now he's saying here, oh yeah, I thought it was possible, um, but you know, like if you would have, if somebody would have asked, I'm sure that it was done. Uh, Doctor Fauci, is it possible 
that the lab leaked this virus, that the United States government, the Chinese government, and governments around the world have weaponized the common cold in order to stop habeas corpus, lock us all in our houses, and nobody's going to be held responsible. Is this possible? And he would have said, uh, no, no, that's not possible at all. Um, it's my belief. Or, that but, he would or have like that. the consummate politician he is, redirected the question of, that's an absurd question. <laughs> right. Not that it's, uh, you know, not going to answer it. So Fauci says to Congress in this other article, six-foot social distancing guidance likely not based on data. Now, I remember, um, clear-headed enough to at least remember this picture that was posted on facebook of like a person jogging with a 40 foot wave of death hanging behind them you know don't go jogging because you'll kill people um and you know then we find out that the six foot social distancing thing remember they were putting people in jail in other countries over this they were you know kicking people out of public parks all kinds of crazy stuff was happening to americans freedom and that's what this country was based on i'd like to also forget the most uh to, to point out the most american thing happened where people were fined for going to church Oh, People yeah. were threatened with yeah. arrest for going to church. No, they shut down church. They shut down theater. They shut down live music performances. Like, there was no art. They killed art in the United States. Art was dead, save for the uh, myself, uh, Aria, and Mushmouth Mike, who put together an impromptu concert on July 4th at Rogers Campground during Forkfest or Porkfest. Well, There's a man named and, Arthur driving along right now. It says, but I feel fine, guys. Well, and let's remember the, the churches that were even open at all were in defiance of centralized church authority. Right, and they were getting pressed. Centralized church authority said, no, we are not having churches. You know, we are the, the, the big guys. We say, no, this is too big of a threat. So you heretics and your churches are still yeah. open. The, uh, the New York uh, City Hasidic Jews held services anyway and were, I mean, I, I don't know. Rounded I, up, I, if you will. If you will, yes. Uh, I remember uh, Canada, right? There there was a certain subset of a Christian church up there that was holding services anyway, and they were uh, raided, if you will, by Canadian authorities, told to shut down. Uh, There were people who were trying to keep their gyms open who were shut down uh, as a result of this crap. So... Yeah, yeah. Where were the 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 millions of people, the, the citizens who claim to be free people? Where were they standing up for everybody else in their rights? I don't know because they weren't around. And a lot of these people claim to believe that if you don't go to church, you're going to go to hell. They they claim that they believe you will suffer for eternity if you don't go to church, and somehow that just goes right out the window when there's a flu. Yep, it's all accurate. So let's go and uh, let's let's put the indictment together for Anthony Fauci all tonight, right. shall we? All right. Yeah, and I mean, I don't trust the courts to ever go after him. It'd be nice to well, see him. You I know, trust make Rand, a show I trust of Rand it. Paul to go after him because yeah. he's been going after I'll, him for I'll, a while. I'll create you that. <laughs> That's what we need, Grand Inquisitor Rand Paul. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> we'll give him like big red hat and some red robes. Put him on a big floating chair. It'll be awesome. <laughs> All right. He needs to be carrying like a sigh, like uh, you know, the specter of death. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, number fifteen here. This is from a Twitter person uh, at Vigilant Fox, uh, whom I do follow, and that's where I got this from. Uh, and this is the f- number 15 of the list of conspiracy theories about COVID-19 that were proven correct. The, the, the title of this, 15 COVID conspiracy theories, quote-unquote conspiracy theories, that turned out to be true. Number 15, repeated COVID shots weaken the immune system, according to a study. Yep. Okay. And, and this is one of those things that... If you know anything about vaccines, like even actual vaccines, not this thing, they are designed to have an element in there that weakens the pathogen. That's what they're supposed to do. Used to be mercury, now it's something else, but they're designed to have something in there that makes the biological organism weak. Right, my understanding... So of course they're going to reduce your uh, your overall immune function. It's a gambit. You know, you, you sacrifice a little bit of overall immune function in the theory that this is going to make you immune to this particular thing. Prior to COVID, my understanding of vaccines was this. They take a little bit of the dead thing right the flu virus or whatever it is they take a little bit of the dead thing that they're they're trying to protect you from and they mix it in with some other stuff and they 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 shoot it into you right they give you a shot right a little stab in the arm whatever it is right and then your body your your immune system is supposed to go look at that and go hey this looks like it could be bad let's figure out a way to combat this and then it does and so really, my understanding of vaccines up until COVID was supposed to be you're given a little bit of a dead thing that you don't want to get so your body can preemptively develop the immunity for that thing. Mm-hmm. Mark, is that your understanding? Yeah, that's what I'm understanding. But I, and the mRNA vaccine is to vaccines the way that margarine is to butter, <laughs> which right. is not even the same thing. Right. But Molecular. it's kind of used for the same stuff and it kind of looks the same. It's got butter in the name. It starts with, I can't believe believe it's it's not. not, I can't believe it's not, but. (laughs) (laughs) Which it totally was. Yeah. Um, Now, I still have yet to receive or elect to uh, get uh, the jab, quote unquote, the COVID vaccine or vaccines, any round, zero. I'm I'm a pure blood uh, as far as that is concerned. Um, It's my understanding, Mark, that you may have gotten one because, you know, you had to do some gallivanting to foreign countries and they required right it. so i took as far as the mrna vaccine um i took one shot because i wanted i was told that essentially it would reverse some of the symptoms i was having for long covid who told or you at that? least that there was a chance of that and the answer to that is no no it didn't do that who told you um, that? Uh, you know somebody had read up on it on the internet a friend of mine who had long covid okay. and he said that he'd gotten some relief from some of the symptoms and that it worked for him and, you know and you were like okay i'll try it Right. I mean, any relief I was for. All right. We'll talk more about this, plus the other remaining uh, 14 COVID conspiracy theories that turned out to be true coming up here on Free Talk Live. The telephone number is 603-283-6160. If you want to join us, more Free Talk Live is on the way. Who listens to radio at night? EMTs, truck drivers, law enforcement, and many other hardworking people just like you buying products and services from companies just like yours. 
Many companies owe their success to radio. It's the engaging medium. Call 877-996-4327 or email advertise at GCNlive.com. That's advertise at GCNlive.com. Hi, I'm Dan Pilla. I started fighting the IRS over 40 years ago when they tried to seize my mother's house. I sued the IRS and won. I beat the IRS then, and I've been beating them ever since. I wrote the book on tax debt settlement, and I've helped thousands of people deal with tax problems they thought might never be solved. I can help you too. If you owe taxes you can't pay, don't wait another day. There's no such thing as a hopeless tax case. Call 800-34-NO-TAX or go to my website, danpilla.com. That's danpilla.com, danpilla.com. USA News Update. We begin this Saturday with the nightmare weather conditions in Iowa, snow and freezing temperatures in the state that is literally the center of the political world for the next few days ahead of the caucuses come Monday. All of the Republican candidates busy campaigning despite the weather conditions. Nikki Haley telling reporters, This is an unbelievable amount of snow, but we are going to continue to try and touch as many people as we can. In other news, President Biden calling the strikes against the Houthi rebels in Yemen a success. The president on a campaign stop at a school in Allentown, Pennsylvania. The Department of Defense says to expect some sort of Houthi rebel retaliation. But the group, which is backed by Iran, has been attacking ships in the Red Sea for months now. The Biden administration, along with military partners in Britain, finally carrying out massive strikes in Yemen. And I'm Laura Winters, USA News. Tahibo Tea Club's original Pure Pouty Arco Super Tea comes from the only tree in the world that fungus does not grow on. As a result, it naturally has antifungal, anti-infection, antiviral, antibacterial, anti-inflammation, and anti-parasite properties. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system. And it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit shopsupertea.com. The first word is shop, spelled S-H-O-P, then the word super, and then the word tea. The complete website is shopsupertea.com or call us at 818-984-6100 Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-984-6100. Shopsupertea.com. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now for prices so low we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your air. Airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 802-341-4535. That's 802-341-4535. Appreciate what we do? Help us advertise, market, and promote for just $5 a month at amp.freetalklive.com. 
Yes, it is Free Talk Live. Welcome back. Thank you for tuning in to this Saturday night edition of this nationally syndicated radio broadcast. We're also on, you know, the Internet. Um, I don't know if we're still on some satellite. We used to be on some satellite. Maybe we still, I don't know. We're, but they we're, let us on to the Internet? We're, we're, yeah, they let us on the Internet, believe it or not. <laughs> Uh, and so here we are, uh, we're doing, uh, we are producing content the free talk live family is producing content seven nights a week from 7 PM until 10 PM. Uh, the call in portions of our show happen on Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday. So if you want to call in and talk about whatever, I know, uh, we've had, uh, uh Eric, if you're listening, uh, whenever you hear something on the show and you have a question about it, the telephone number is 603-283-6160, uh, rather than tagging us on Twitter or whatever. Like, I know it's probably more convenient for you, but you know we, we do have a phone number and you can call and ask us these questions. So uh, I, 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 I propose that that be your first thing you do. If you hear something on the show and you're like, hey, I wonder about that, give us a call on Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. Uh, and, you know, we'll we'll talk to you. So, nice. There you go. Uh, in the studio tonight, it's myself, the captain. Peakless Mountaineer. And Mark Edge. Welcome, Mark. Thank you for joining us. Uh, it's good to have you on a Saturday again. There was a point in time when... Uh, you know, uh, the Saturday A-team was Ian, Mark, and then, you know, question mark. Uh, it, for a period of time, it was me, mm-hmm. uh, and, and I'm grateful for that, of course. But it's good to have you back on Saturday nights uh, for some period of time uh, as we rotate through hosts and, and that kind of a thing. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll continue to, to include you, of course. Uh, and I know that uh, the feedback that I've had, at least from the callers, is, oh, wow, Mark's back. Thanks. That's awesome. So you're obviously a valued part. And as the number... once I get to agree with the callers. And as like, you know, the I, I don't want to call you the number two founder, but you're one of two founders of this show. Like, uh, you know, it was a little conspicuous that, that you were missing for some period of time. I know you have a life and, you know, you're trying to do things and, How dare uh, you? you know, find freedom in, in ways that other people uh, aren't trying to do. So I respect you for that, but I'm also glad that you can make yourself available uh, for this program, so uh, well, I'm and I'm glad to be here. This uh, Saturday night's always been my favorite night. Yeah, uh, well, it's only because you know I took over your Sunday, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm glad you did that. <laughs> We're still trying to have fun with it, though. So you know, we take that part from you anyway. Uh, we've been talking about these 15 COVID conspiracy theories. I feel like that is, was it. Mel Brooks is like uh, Moses walks down. Oh, these 15. 15. Co- <laughs> No, Ten, ten commandments. commandments, right? He, yeah. He's holding three tablets, but dropped one, and it shattered yeah, into dust. It's always weird that they have always two big rocks. <laughs> always two. What? God can't like write a little bit smaller. Give him one rock. No, it's got to be two. Well, and like that, and they always re- look like gravestones. They do look like gravestones. They do. Whenever like, there's a what depiction. God doesn't have a sense of style, right? Yeah, he doesn't know what parchment is. You know, like, <laughs> they have to be engraved upon you know uh, headstones or something. I mean, you'd expect like from God they'd at least be like shiny or something, but no, <laughs> no tombstones, two of them. <laughs> uh, so number fifteen was uh, of these COVID conspiracies that turned out to be true. Number fifteen was COVID shots weaken the immune system, according to studies, which. 
it seems to me that is still one of the things that is only talked about in alternative media, that this is a very different technology than what we think of as vaccines. Like, as far as I know, uh, the mainstream has never covered the fact that, like, yeah, this hasn't actually gone through testing. We had to, like, rush this through, and if there had been anything that was recognized to treat COVID, we would legally not have been allowed to rush this through without proper testing. Well, I know that people, I mean, no doubt people wanted something that was called a vaccine mm-hmm. for COVID. Yep. And, you know, did they considering, like, considering they the, told, no, they did. They really did. They told well, that I they wanted people, this. I think people, A, wanted to feel safe, and B, wanted this to be over. Like, and that's what the promise did, of the vaccine was. Did anybody really want Tesla's Cybertruck? Or were they told that they wanted Tesla's Cybertruck? Oh, I love Tesla's Cybertruck. But these people were getting shots in a parking lot, right? I mean, they were driving (laughs) up from somebody they didn't know and getting a shot. Yeah, they they wanted it. They had military. They had U.S. military manning these tents where you could, like, you know, please drive through and get your COVID shot. Nothing suspicious about the U.S. military (laughs) injecting people with things. (laughs) Nothing to worry about there. All right, so let's move on. Number 14, ivermectin. Uh, so we talked Which a lot. brings me back exactly about. to what I was talking about with if, it had, if there had been anything that was accepted as a way of treating COVID, then they could not have rushed these so-called vaccines through. Right, so they had to demonize ivermectin. Right. Uh, or as uh, anyone listening to the mainstream media would call it, horse rumor. Mm-hmm. Right, because that's what the media immediately told everybody that it was. Yep, horse-paced. Can't tell anyone that it's cat-paced. Uh, we have to have the exact same wording out of every outlet. Ivermectin worked. Peer-reviewed studies find 74% reduction in excess deaths. Uh, we talked about ivermectin until we were blue in the face here on Free Talk Live. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think we got uh, ixnade from the utubye uh, right. as Over a result yeah, of it. Was, and that was one of those extreme censorships where if you mentioned the word on your YouTube video, they would not suggest you to anyone. Right. Yeah. You were uh, shadow banned, effectively. Yeah. Yeah. When we would, like, I remember one time, one of our episodes, we got uh, a ban, and it was, we weren't even giving medical, we weren't giving medical advice. We just said some words, like virus, right. COVID-19, ivermectin, you know, things like that. And we we read news articles. I mean, there's, you know, doctors that are claiming ivermectin's a good choice and, uh, you know, for this and, and things like that. And, yeah, they just... They ban the hell out of us. They're like, screw you guys. You're not going anywhere. Yeah. To this day, when people talk about this, they will avoid using words like coronavirus. They'll be like cerveza sickness or something like that to even, you know, that thing that happened in March of 2020. Like they will not mention this directly because they know they're going to get shadow banned. Like that's the level of censorship that still exists on this subject. Yeah. Uh, Number 13. The unvaccinated were scapegoated for the failure of COVID vaccines. I mean, yeah, there was hatred, vitriol, threats against people. There were popular figures in the media calling for people who didn't get the shot to be murdered. Yeah. 
Yeah, my favorite phrase was, this is a pandemic of the unvaccinated. Right. So you are literally calling us an illness. It's not a pandemic carried by unvaccinated. No, no, no. It's a pandemic of the unvaccinated. I think it was, uh, who's that actor guy, the muscle muscle guy? It was in a bunch of bunch of movies. Uh, I need your clothes. Yeah, that guy. Uh, he was like, screw your freedom. Get the jab. Yeah. Yeah. Like, screw you, pal. Howard Stern was the same way. Yeah. Well, and Dee Snyder, of all people, too. Like, when I was growing up, one of my my heroes, as far as musical uh, stuff is going on, because him and Frank Zappa and I can't remember, a couple other musicians, they got together to fight the PMRC in the the early 80s. The PMRC was Tipper Gore's uh, method of censoring rock and roll and heavy metal music because they went on this literally they put together like almost like a rock show they put together a tour several tours different slightly different labels of these tours where they would go around to churches and high schools and middle schools and they would preach that heavy metal makes your children suicidal and that if your children are thinking of suicide, if they've tried suicide, if they're cutting themselves, it's because they're listening to, like, ACDC and Twisted Sister and, you know, all these types of bands. And, like, Dee Snyder, uh, with some help from Frank Zappa and a few other people, like, went in front of Congress and was like, hey, screw you, pal. You know, this is art, right? Perhaps you should be looking at the parenting of these children rather than trying to scapegoat rock and roll music for your failures as parents, right? But the same you mean dude place the blame on our voting base. Yeah, the same dude. Then, like when COVID kicked in, was like, "No, screw you guys. If you don't get vaccinated, screw you. You should be dead." Yeah, and I'm like, "Well, screw you, D. Snyder. Yeah, you, you freaking flip flopper." Yeah, every single punk band and every one of the like counterculture icons going, "You must do uh, exactly what the government tells you to." I can't even tell you my. Uh, I, I don't want to use the word hate. Like, I don't hate any, uh, any, but like rock and roll, punk rock, heavy metal, like these genres are supposed to be anti-establishment, uh, anti the man. They're supposed to like, you know, stand up when others don't. They're supposed to just be rebellious just for the sake of being rebellious and not a freaking one of them, not a freaking one of them stood up, not a one. So, like, my my disappointment at the entirety of rock and roll, that includes punk rock, heavy metal, hard rock, whatever, uh, is is enormous. And there was only a couple of people, uh, Eric Clapton, uh, and who was the guy who did uh, Brown Eyed Girl? Oh, uh, Jim Morrison. Jim Morrison. They were, like, the only outspoken oh, ones. And uh, uh, one of the Pink Floyd guys. Oh, yeah. Uh, Jim Morrison. Roger Waters. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Wrong Morrison. Not Jim Morrison. Not Jim yeah, Morrison. The other one. Uh, Van Morrison. Van, Van Morrison. Morrison. Yes. That's it. So Van Morrison, uh, Roger Waters, uh, Eric Clapton, in that order, right, were the most outspoken. Van Morrison being the most outspoken, mm-hmm. he, in fact, put out songs that were like, hey, screw this lockdown and stuff like that, right? I don't remember the exact lyrics, but like he came out and was like, no, 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 this is wrong at a fundamental level, and it needs to stop now. It didn't come from D. Snyder of Twisted Sister. It didn't come from Dave Mustaine of Megadeth. It didn't come from uh, Green Day. It didn't come from you know any of these supposedly uh, rebellious genres of yeah, art. Jello Biafra, who's yeah. you know a punk rocker who's now in politics, telling you to do what the Empire tells you to. 
Right. Yeah. Well, Jello Briafra was always a punk rocker in politics, yeah. telling you to do what the government tells you to do. I yeah. mean, well, I, yeah, fair enough. I'm familiar with that. But I remember music. when, like, Rage Against the Machine publicly sure. stated that you must <laughs> obey the machine. It's like, wow. <laughs> That's funny stuff. Rage on behalf of the machine. Exactly. Right. All right. So uh, let's move along. Um, number 12. Mask wearers paradoxically had an increased risk of contracting COVID. It's not paradoxical. <laughs> right. It's, it is if you were thinking to yourself that, uh, well, the media tells me I should wear a mask and that will somehow help me. So I'm going to wear a mask. It's paradoxical if that's your belief, mm. if you believed the mainstream media. Uh, yeah, and I don't think masks necessarily caused you to get COVID. It's possible. I mean, I, I haven't seen any, I haven't done any studies oh, on they this defin- or anything. They absolutely increased your chances of getting COVID. And so? fun fact, they everyone didn't cause else. it. They did increase the yeah, risk. Yeah. So, so here's here's what happens when you when you go about your life wearing a mask. You have a dark, warm, moist environment directly in front of your breathing apparatus all the time. So you have the ideal circumstances to grow bacteria. Right. It's like putting a Petri dish in front of your face. Right. Right. So you are constantly walking around with this Petri dish in front of your face. You are breathing in more bacteria than your body is built for. So your immune system is already occupied if you get exposed to COVID. Now, that's just on one one part of this. There's also the fact, and I, I get that this wasn't common knowledge at the time, but the the system the, the nervous system switches over into the rest and digest side of it the the parasympathetic nervous system fully activates only when you see a human face that is not freaked out because humans have a uh, binocular vision that points in one direction which means we don't know what's behind us so our body has to always be a except for bit- some of our moms <laughs> right so our body has to always be a little bit ready to run away from a tiger unless we can see someone else and they literally have our back. We can see a human face. We know that it's not freaked out and our body goes, okay, spend the rest of your resources on repairing your organs. Now, I know that's not common knowledge, but that's still the fact. So you were you were actively harming everyone by withdrawing your face from their nervous system. Uh, this particular list uh, doesn't mention uh, this thing that I'm, I'm going to talk about here for a second as a conspiracy theory. But one of the things that just, I don't know, like made me feel like I was, I had traveled to another dimension somehow that like i was me but i'd you know walk through a, a portal to another universe was those little freaking arrows at all the stores right oh yeah god yep. <laughs> like somehow we were going to be saved by walking up and down um you know the aisles in the same direction well, well this is what this is the only way to maintain social distancing is what it is otherwise right. you and have so- people going in opposite directions in the same aisle they'd have to pass each other and we find out the social distancing was just some arbitrary number that, that kind of <laughs> arose on its own. Yeah, I, I think this list might mention that. Uh, but let's move on well, to... Well, no, hold, hold on. Yeah, I, okay. I wanted to uh, just touch on one more sure. thing with the uh, with the mask wearing, and that's the psychological element. So, uh, And two things of it. Like, one, there's a thing called priming. So, like, if you're in an, an environment that's, like, got 
some potted plants, you'll have a nice neutral prime. And if it's got, like, a bunch of guns, then you'll have, like, a more violent prime. So, mm-hmm. like, uh, you'll answer these, you know, uh, multiple-choice questions with a little bit more, like, fear in you, a little bit more, like, on edge, you know, the priming. So, like, if you give someone these social cues, they will already be ready for that kind of a thing. So when you have people walking around with these, like, we're in a pandemic! signs which is exactly what they are right because we know that's not normal that's not american culture like maybe they do that in china but that's not what we do so you have this constant reminder that the world is dangerous so that puts you in a in a system of stress right and we know very well that that causes illness and and also like even if they did not literally uh, make it harder to breathe like let's let's let, I'll give you that maybe they didn't but they sure felt like it was harder to breathe oh yeah and if you put a person in that circumstance then they're going to be a little freaked out and it's going to stress them out and reduce their immune function. I took quite a bit of pride in uh, saying that I never put the mask on as a result of the mandates, social pressure, uh, store policy, whatever it was, right? Like, uh, I would go into places... You didn't have to fly. I I did not fly during during this period of time. It's true, I did not. Uh, but I did go into places like Home Depot, for example, where there would be somebody, a greeter, kind of like Walmart, you know, has a person, they'd have a person standing there handing out masks as you walk in. If they saw you without one, like if you had one, they'd just be like, hello, welcome to Home Depot. But if you didn't have one, they'd be like, oh, here, sir, have a mask. Right. Uh, and I'd just be like, no, thanks. Grab my cart and continue on. Right. And nothing ever happened to me. But like, that's what I had to do. You had to actually stand up for yourself and be like, no, thanks. And continue on your way with, you know, uh, confidence, with authority. If you were sheepish at all, Mm -hmm. they would follow you and be like, no, sir, here, here, here. Like I saw it happen to other people, but I look like me right? a bald, big beard, you know, sort of a burly looking dude. Like people were reluctant to chase me around any given store, right? Just based on their uh, opinion of my my uh, physical appearance right Mm -hmm. uh not because i'm like any sort of dangerous person or i'm gonna like you know punch him out or something like that you look like you might but i look like i might be one of those right so they're like you know so like i had that as a benefit but i did see them do all of this kind of thing but i had to stand up for myself and be like no thanks and just move along confidently uh, about my day and, like, I even remember being in a grocery store, like, going the wrong way down an aisle, right, not following the little arrows or whatever. And I remember some guy and his wife, like, after I passed them by, the guy goes, that guy's not even wearing a mask, and he's going the wrong way. He's going to kill everybody. And mm-hmm. I remember just being so upset. I, like, what I wanted to do was turn around and be like, hey, man, you haven't done your research, have you? Instead, what happened is I turned around and said, hey, why don't you come over here and say that to my face, MRFer? Right? Like, because I was upset, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like I wanted to turn around and be like, 
peaceful and like you know like uh, factual and you know all that kind of stuff but uh, the way he said it and the way he did like behind he was hiding behind his wife as he turned the corner mm-hmm. while saying this kind of stuff it just pissed me off i oh, was yeah. like i mean that that was one of the biggest effects of the whole mask thing is that it divided everyone into camps right so right. i mean it, it was absolutely it was practically and this is how politics as, like, works yeah <laughs> i mean it was practically the same as jerseys at a football game like you know exactly which camp someone's in on whether or not they have a human face so sad uh all right uh, moving along number 11 natural immunity proves to be seven times more protective than vaccinated immunity right and they really wanted you to believe that their little shot was somehow the, you know the only way that you could be saved from the pandemic that wasn't right right mm-hmm. now uh mark you and i got uh, we'll call it covid 1 uh, at about yep. the same time right and it, i'm not here to say covid isn't real right because that's what a lot of people who are listening to this that are they get a, I, I can't believe these guys they don't think covid's real no hey whoa covid's real the reaction to covid was the real problem right and nobody wants to sit down and go over the um you know the the cdc's uh, um deaths and you know look at the excess death charts or anything like that nobody wants they just want you to believe the stuff that has been disproven now uh when when covid was kicking in uh i was trying to close on my house i was buying a house and uh, I don't think I've talked about this until until now, at least on the radio. Anyway, I've talked about it probably outside of the radio, but I'll talk about it on the radio because it's it's important. Um, I had to schedule multiple inspections because I was buying a, a two family home and the current tenants couldn't agree on one day. So in other words, uh, one of the tenants or both of them didn't want the inspector coming from apartment A. Right, and inspecting that, and then immediately coming into apartment B mm. because they were scared, they were afraid of getting COVID from their upstairs or downstairs neighbor. So, as it turns out, and so I had to get you know, okay, two different inspections. I had to have the insurance agent come out two different times. Right, there was we weren't even masking at this point. Uh, no one was recommending anything other than these latex gloves, these black latex or blue latex, like the uh, the the paramedics wear or the mechanics wear. Mm-hmm. Like we wore those going to see the property and during the inspections and and things like that. No one wore a freaking mask. Like no one even thought about wearing a mask, but they were all like, "Yes, please wear these gloves and dispose of them after you leave apartment A well, and you go into apartment and- B." Remember when we were like washing bags of Doritos and right. leaving your uh, sodas and beer out in the garage for three weeks to, I don't know, decompress or whatever? Yes, I do remember all well, of that. It's crazy. And I'm sorry to keep coming back to masks, yeah. but okay, so this is not an airborne disease. This is something that requires a little bit of of physical contact, right? Physical contact in order to exist. So which is going to be easier for you to futz with your mask for the 50 millionth time today? And this happens to be the one where you happen to put your hand on a thing that actually had some of this. So now you have this just hanging out right in front of your breathing apparatus. And I'm sorry, uh, a mask is not going to keep viruses out. So uh, getting back to uh, the point of number 11, natural immunity, 
Um, so I had it pretty early. I had it well before anybody had manufactured, much less distributed or offered anything labeled vaccine for this thing. Right. And so, I mean, I, I'd like to think that if I hadn't got it, that I would still have been anti-COVID uh, vaccine because of the fact that it was that it was mRNA, that it's a, a it, not a vaccine in the traditional sense, as we described earlier in this program. Uh, that it was some experimental gene therapy, which is a more accurate description. I'd like to think that I still would have been against it, but the fact is, I had it. And so I had it, I got over it, and I was like, why on earth would I put something in my body that is this new, this experimental, uh, when I've already had it and gotten over it? I will take my chances with Mother Nature. Thank you very much. 603-283-6160. If you want to comment on any of this or even bring up your thoughts, it's Free Talk Live. Get healthy, not high, with 100% pure CBD, powerful natural pain relief from Veterans Vitality. GCN listeners, have you ever thought about how CBD may help you? I'm sure you have heard about the many benefits of CBD. Well, here's your opportunity to try before you buy. Created by veterans and for everyone who deserves better choices, our CBD is derived from organic hemp, grown in the USA, and third-party tested. Veterans Vitality CBD saves you as much as 25 to 50% over our competition, and a portion of all sales is contributed to veteran nonprofits and events. Many of our customers have experienced improved quality of life, help with anxiety, PTSD, and overall well-being. Our products do not contain THC. They are safe, non-addictive, effective, and 100% legal. GCN listeners, get your free trial bottle of premium CBD by simply paying shipping and handling at GCNFreeCBD.com. That's GCNFreeCBD.com. Again, GCNFreeCBD.com. Offered by Veterans Vitality Premium CBD. People often write to tell us what has happened for them since starting Extendivite. Allow me to read a few. In one month, my blood pressure dropped significantly. I no longer get chest pain after exercise. It's amazing, and I ordered my second bottle. The reviews are spot on. My target is to get off BP meds, and if it keeps going like this, I see a light at the end of the tunnel. So far, a great product is what it claims to be. Great product. A few days in and I could feel a difference for certain. Not checking medical stats yet. I know this is really working by how I feel. We'll continue to take this product. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Extend your life with Extendivite. 